This is the Job Stories Podcast, how people find work that matters. Do you mind to just introduce yourself real quick and what is your job now? What do you do currently? Yeah, totally. So my name is Vinayak Rao. Uh, I'm an investor and the head of gaming at Fundamental Labs, which is a, a crypto venture capital fund. Uh, and I'm currently based in San Francisco, uh, where it's not as warm as it seemingly is in, <laughs> in Nashville. Uh, so I'm very jealous of you, Mason. <laughs> it's really funny you say that because that's usually like the opposite effect, right? Like you would think. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, that's awesome. So I like I'd like to get into like how you got into let's like any of it like gaming into the blockchain and crypto space now like how well, how did you get to today how did it start for you yeah totally i mean so video games have been like a pretty crucial part of my life um gaming is actually what got me into tech and my first memory of interacting with the computer was actually playing this game called quake in 1998 uh on my windows 95 desktop <laughs> this, these massive towers that, that i had uh, and that was that was literally like a pivotal moment because gaming has has pretty much altered the course of, of the decisions that I made in my life uh, and introduced me to some incredible people that honestly helped me get get to where I am today. Um, and so with with that, like I always tell people, it's like you know if you have a chance to to make a hobby into a career or tangentially into a career, it's something that you know will definitely pay dividends. Um, as it has for me and, and, and I get to work in video games every day. I get to talk to people who work in gaming uh, and games are fun and, and it's, it's a fun place to be in. I mean, okay. So I already love this because I actually just mostly through my wife, cause she's been a professional singer forever. She actually came on the podcast today. So, um, yep. but turning a hobby into something that you can now do for work is such a cool concept and not, I don't, it's hard to find. Right. Yeah. So what has that been like? Because it's like you got into a career path that's something that you just grew up loving to do, right? Mm -hmm. Like yep, what's that totally. been like for you? I think the first thing is realizing what you can't do, right? At least that helped me in that I knew that for me, I'm not a coder. I'm not a developer. I was mathematically challenged from day one. Uh, and so I knew I could never be that person that designs a game. And so I think busting that myth of, of thinking that, okay, if I want to work in gaming, I have to learn how to make games was the biggest, biggest weight that was lifted off my shoulder uh, because it made me realize, I was like, wow, there's other things that you can do in the gaming space. There's other things and other functions that need to happen in, in gaming. Uh, and I think so long as, as you're comfortable with that realization, like, like I was, it can still enable you to, to work in that space a lot um like i said if you're passionate about music but you don't want to become a singer there's other things to do in the music industry the same logic and principle applies in gaming and and as it does in film not everyone that works in film is an actor director producer there's so many other things that people can do uh and i think that that's what realizing what i wasn't helped me realize what i could become that's really really cool yeah i wouldn't have thought of that for gaming either right like that you did like breaking that myth of thinking you had to code to mm -hmm. be able to do that as a career one day. I love that you touched on that because that could be helpful for anybody that's maybe younger in their career or in life. Maybe they're in middle school and high school that mm -hmm. hears this. Like, is there yeah. any, I would say that getting into gaming has changed a lot over the years, right? But do you have a little nugget for that person that maybe is like, I think I want to work in gaming one day, but I don't code. Is there any other thing that you might offer to that person? I'm curious. 
Yeah, it's totally. I mean, number one is is to to build relationships with people that that either play games or work in industry. Uh, game. So there's about three billion people who are identified as gamers in the world right now, and I would say that the population of people that actually work in the gaming or gaming tangential industries is under maybe a hundred thousand. So because of that, it's a very small group of people that that work in this in, in this massive massive industry, right? That are extremely open and extremely willing to to connect. Um, I can share a story about how I even got into this because I when when I so prior to this this job at Fundamental Labs, I was at Facebook, and my first two years at Facebook, I was on their ads team, and as I mentioned, was always a huge gamer, right? And Upon realizing that Facebook had a gaming platform, I thought, okay, this could be like a really cool opportunity. You know, I don't think I'm ready to go join a studio or leave Facebook as I enjoyed what I was doing. But I thought, okay, what if I, I could join this team? So I cold outreached my boss, uh, who the person who ended up becoming my boss, uh, to just get build a relationship with him. You know, I told him, hey, I was a huge gamer, just wanted to learn more about what you and your team did. Didn't ask for a job, didn't ask for, for anything besides, you know, a conversation. Uh, and that ultimately got me, you know, four months later, an opportunity to interview with, with this team uh, and ultimately altered the course of my career because it got me into gaming. Uh, and that's that's not that's not hyperbole. Uh, gaming is a very small industry. And because of that, people tend to be much more open and, and willing to connect. Uh, so that would be my number one advice is to talk to people who are gamers, number one. And most kids are probably already doing that because so much of interaction happens via games. Uh, and then after that, find people who work in gaming because it's it's a pretty open community. I love that so much. I mean, I'm just a big proponent. We were talking about it with with my wife's story earlier this morning being in music, but how key just relationships are. Because you always yes. hear about this like, well, it's who you know kind of thing, which sure, but like you also got to be like a good person too. Like be exactly. kind be generous, like be a good person too. So yep. it goes twofold, but like, it sounds like that's been a big key for you is building relationships and like, well, I mean, the first time I met you down in Miami, I was like, uh, this dude <laughs> kind is the word I can, I was like, this dude's a cool dude. You know, like I love this person. So I just, I, that seems to be your thing too, is like building relationships and like seeing where that goes, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And I think we talked about this briefly, but, but the term networking has become mutilated today and just mutated into this like disgusting format that I think really is misguiding people, mm -hmm. right? Because people expect networking to be transactional. They do this to receive an outcome in return when that just defeats the entire purpose of what I think networking is, is actually about. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think anyone should go network with an outcome in mind. Mm. You should go to build a relationship. Um, and that's the first thing I tell people all the time. Um, I, I, I'm actively involved in my university. And whenever I go back to, to give lectures, I always tell students, I'm like, look, like, do not go into these career fairs or career talks with the sole outcome of getting a job. That's fine if that's an outcome. That's fine if you want to like, that, that eventually comes as a result of you building these relationships. But go in with the intention of just getting to know who this person is. And who he, she, they are, because it's so important for you to, to, to understand who they are first before what they can do for you. That is, I, that is so good. Like I, I, that is, I couldn't agree with that more just cause you touched on it. Like things get really funky if like everything's just transactional all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Like we all need each other in this thing. So if things get like transactional, 
then I'm just looking at it and like, well, what can you do for me now when relationships are supposed to last for like a long time? You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's yep. I'm I'm loving that you're touching on this. And this is something that I, I you and I have talked about this offline because I was ready. I've been ready for you. But um, <laughs> just it's so you've had some mentorships along uh, mentors along the way for you. Um, mm. And one of the first time I talked to you, you talked about how important that is for you. Do you mind to touch on that? You've actually had many mentors in your career, right? Yep, still have, still have many. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's the mentors that I've had are, are people who I'm indebted for for the rest of my life. Uh, they're always going to be there. They're they're kind of like my my unofficial board of directors, um, and they're people who you know have have been extremely generous with their time uh, in terms of what they've done for me and what they've they've given me. And so because of that, I, I feel like I, I have been so blessed with that. And what is a mentor, right? Like, like I think a mentor is someone who you just have like a, an organic relationship, with, right? At first, you have to have that, that relationship that, that this is someone that you can have a conversation with, that you, you, you share similar or can agree upon your differences in a, in a very harmonious way. Um, and someone who you can learn from and vice versa can learn from you. Like it's not much different than a friendship. Right. Um, and so for me, like the mentors that I've had have all come from from just organic um, discussions and organic just meeting people and realizing like, hey, these people are willing to offer me their time. So I need to like show that counter respect. Right. And and be be equally uh, gracious of that. Um, and none of the mentors like I'm trying to think none of the mentors that I've had, like have directly resulted in me like getting a job or them like hiring me i've had friends who've done that right but none of the mentors have, have done that but instead that they've offered me like invaluable advice right that has led me to 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 meet people and that has led me to make decisions that have completely as i mentioned earlier changed the course of my career and more importantly the course of my life mm. um and so yeah I, i'm a big proponent of mentorship i think like again it boils down to just building a relationship as, as a friend almost before having any type of, of career advice or transactional outcomes or just job advice like that all will come with it if you have a good relationship first sure you can't build a house without laying the foundation are any of your mentors folks that you've reached out to maybe when you're trying to decide like maybe when you're about to take a new job like kind of holler at them and be like hey I, mm -hmm. i'm in the valley of decision here like can i pick your brain are the is that what you'd lean on them yep. for in some cases one thousand percent yeah one thousand percent yeah and that that i feel comfortable doing that because i now have that relationship with them yeah uh prior to joining fundamental labs and, and leaving facebook um i was you know i i had conversations with almost every single one of them where each of them spent at minimum like an hour with me which you know i'm just like so freaking grateful for <laughs> um and like literally walked me through like pros and cons in their own unique ways and their own unique perspectives right and some of them had different opportunities like or different excuse me different um answers right mm. but it was that different perspectives that made me think about this in in, in a way that made me feel more solidified mm. about the decision that that i ultimately made that's so good that's that's what i was asking because like i just again if there's like because this podcast tends to have kind of an entrepreneurial audience and then also like a candidate mm -hmm. audience. So like yep. that's 
I mean, any candidate hearing that, like if anything, find a mentor that can help you as you're kind of going along your career, that'll just be honest with you that you trust, you know? So that's why I'm just glad to hear that from you. Yeah. And and just one thing on that, right. I think going back to the thing about realizing what you are and what you aren't, like one of the the big trappings of, of today's like hustle porn, LinkedIn driven society which has caused a lot of good, but also some bad mm. is this like kind of kind of glorified meme of like everyone needing to become an entrepreneur, everyone needing that CEO, founder, CEO tagline. Right. Mm. And I realized like, I am not inherently an entrepreneur. Mm. I am not going to found the next Facebook. I am not going to do that. But I was stuck in that trap for a while where I thought, okay, like I am going to be, I need to do this. I, I can't, you know, be, I can't work for someone else. I can't do this. I can't do that. And when I realized like, okay, like that's okay to not be an entrepreneur. It's okay to not have that same, you know, kind of desire as some of these other people that just opened up so many more doors for me. And just from the mental stress that it kind of just took away because it made me realize what I'm not. And again, that let me focus on the things that I am. That's so good. I I love that so much because you're exactly right. Like knowing yourself better can only benefit like everything from that point on, right? Like the decisions mm-hmm. you make from the relationships you build, that's wonderful. That I don't For know sure. that I've had anybody on this podcast explain it quite like that, but you're exactly right. Like, like we do have CEOs on this podcast and um, not everybody that listens to this is going to be one one day and that's okay. They're going to be, yeah. they're going to crush whatever they do, right? Maybe as just exactly. like a senior developer or whatever. I love that you touched yeah. on that. That's good. Yeah. And things can change. Maybe 10 years from now, this person like me, who's not an entrepreneur, decides they want to try it. That life is life is long and your career is very long, mm-hmm. too. Um, and, and I think that was like the first thing I, I, I fell under the trap of when I was just coming out of college, especially. Right. I was like, man, I got to be a VP by this age. I got to do this by that age. And realizing that a career spans decades, not years, is is pretty, pretty sound advice. We can relate on that quite a bit, and I and let me know if you kind of like have can relate to this. But I had such kind of a weird background myself. I mean, I have a music degree. Like I was Mm -hmm. doing music, running on music for a long time, and I think I felt a little insecure about that, especially doing what we do now. Like I I assist my wife in her music every once in a while, but I use my music Mm -hmm. degree very little. Um, But I look back and I'm in, I'm so proud of a like the chances I took and b the relationships I made. Like I've met some wonderful people with wonderful stories. I mean, it led. I mean, this is deep, but it like ultimately led to this conversation right now, which I'm so thankful yeah. for that. You know, so like, is that when you look back, like that's can you relate to that at all? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and if there are any college students listening to this, like the best advice I can give you is to get involved and do things beyond just your your intermediate courses, right? Uh, excuse me, media courses, because I think like, I, just from my career alone, I was a communications major with a film studies focus, wanted to get into screenwriting, um, moved to Hollywood and do that. And then when I realized, I was like, okay, maybe this isn't what I want to do. This is fun to study. I realized I, I need to do other things. I need to get more involved. Um, and that led me again to meeting people who became really, really good friends, really, really impactful mentors that altered the course of my, my path. Right. Mm. So I can attribute all three jobs I've gotten to one club that I joined at UMass, um, which was TEDx UMass Amherst. Right. 
And my 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 boss and my really good friend Henry Love, who I currently work with now, um, is also the guy who recruited me to join Facebook as well. So wow. that's this is why I'm saying like the relationships you you make are, are can have like compounding effects, right? Kind of like how a stock can gain value and over years and years. Relationships are the same thing. Like it's it, they just create more and more opportunities for you, so long as you still maintain those those good relationships, which yeah. I think is key. Yeah, though that's amazing advice because um, I would like to echo that because for sure. I've just recently here in Nashville, I joined a club. This will be my first year. Um, it's a nonprofit and their model is venture philanthropy, but essentially we raise money for underprivileged youth in Nashville. Um, and they did about 500 K in total impact last year. So they're doing some great work here in Nashville. But, uh, when I started going through that application process last year to join the club, I'd kind of looked up and was like, this is the first thing like this I've ever done. I'm 32 now. And I, my whole thing was like, why didn't I do stuff like this way sooner? Not necessarily um, like like philanthropy, like totally that, but in general, like the amount, I mean, there's 150 people in this club, like that are all Nashville that I had never met otherwise. So mm -hmm. to your point, like it just want, you wind up making relationships and things like that, that it's, it's way out of my comfort zone. So it's, it's mostly right. folks that come from maybe like investment banking or something like that, just a world I was never a part of. And being a month in right now, I mean, I just started in January, having gone through the process last year to get into the club. I'm like, I am loving, like just meeting people and having conversations I'd have never had otherwise. Yeah. yeah. And you feel like you're making meaningful relationships, right? hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Exactly. So you talked about this in gaming and I want to touch on this one more thing before we have kind of run out of time, but, um, mm -hmm. just, you were kind of alluding to the gaming community being really warm and collaborative. I have found that 1000% in web three and blockchain so far. So at fundamental mm -hmm. labs, have you kind of seen that as well? Like just seems like everybody's down to kind of just do things together. That's been my experience yeah. at least. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so much of it is communal, right? I mean, the blockchain community started off as a really small community and, and cryptos, the crypto industry before these, these massive booms in the early 2010s was, was just a very small, very close community. Right. But just the inherent philosophy behind blockchain technology is, encouraging you know consensus <laughs> at its core right consensus security and speed so that in and of itself creates this this kind of ethos within you know the blockchain space and and the team of fundamental lives has been really awesome you know just very welcoming uh and and i think everyone that i've met that works in projects that that aren't in gaming right they're all they're all building this as they as they're building you know like it's it's such a like new and kind of interesting time to be in this industry because we're building the future of this this industry together yeah right and so i think right now the the players that that are playing this game you know pun intended mm -hmm. are learning as they're as they're doing this as well and being welcoming and just encouraging other players to come into play so the pie gets larger uh is is a pretty common mindset and one that i'm thinking for yeah that's a good sentiment that i sometimes forget um but yeah, there it it is welcoming in terms of folks that want to get in and learn. I mean, because that was our experience. I mean, we had outside of um, just dabbling a little bit in NFTs and smart contracts, like mm -hmm. our crew, I mean, for all intents and purposes, wasn't doing any, anything in the space. 
but was able to get in by learning. And that's how the Women in Web 3 podcast came out. was like, we just want to learn, right? What's happening yeah. here? Let's just meet people that know more and let's just learn. So that has been cool too. And I forget that. It's like, it's just so welcoming yeah. to people that want to learn more. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you have to be that way. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, why don't you do a quick pitch? Like if anybody that is curious about fundamental labs, if they can get a hold of you or whoever, like, like uh, who would that be? And like, how can they do that? Yeah, totally. I mean, we're, we're all on LinkedIn. So feel free to find me. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. Um, I think my, my LinkedIn should just be my name, Vinaya Grow. Um, and my Twitter is at Heisenrau because I was a huge Breaking Bad fan in college when I made my Twitter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. you know wrote my junior thesis on breaking bad oh, that's awesome. uh, as well so yeah it's it's not as not nearly as good as <laughs> as others but um but yeah no feel free to reach out to me as mason knows like my, my linkedin feed takes a long time for me to go through so if i do take a while um you know just just please bear with me and i will do my best to get back to you sure and we'll link like uh, fundamental labs website and then your linkedin and all that Perfect. in the description so if folks want to go there Cool. Perfect. What are you excited Perfect. about coming up? It could be professionally, personally. I'll always ask my guests this. Is there anything you're looking – it also, you can say nothing right now, but what are you looking forward to um, 2023? Yeah, totally. I mean, so, you know, I just turned 30 last week, and so I think for me, like, my goal this year is – I never really try and set goals all that much, but mm-hmm. I have always been wanting to become more flexible mm-hmm. and, and just physically become just as healthy as I can. And so my goal this year is to improve my flexibility. And I've started this year with two weeks of doing yoga and I'm already seeing improvement uh, when I couldn't even, I could barely even touch my toes before, you know, like it's just, it is not easy for for me. (laughs) So now I'm seeing marginal improvements on that. And I have to say that that excites me the most. A lot of stuff on the work side too, you know, but I had to get a personal. It's a great answer. I, as bad as you think you are, I promise you I'm worse. I, am okay, the, nice. I promise you I'm we, the least flexible person on this podcast right now. Well, Mason, we can improve it. Okay. Let's put VR headsets okay. on and do virtual yoga <laughs> together. We can meet in the metaverse and stretch together. How's that sound? Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> and a lot of cool opportunities. Another thing I'm excited about, a lot of cool opportunities in gaming and, and social connect- connectivity that are going to come out this year, uh, which I'm pretty stoked about. So. I mean, I, it's even the, some of the retail stuff I've been kind of reading about. I mean, it's I can't wait. I mean, I need to be a whole nother podcast yeah. probably. Yes, for sure. Uh, for sure. Well, thank you for your time. You're a rock star. I'm so glad I know you. So, um, yeah, thank you for your time. Appreciate you coming on. Of course, Mason. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Yep. Tonight. Have a good one. You